We are rolling. Hey, everybody. Everybody that's listening, welcome to episode two of What's the Deal with Matt Morrow. Man, I'm excited about this podcast, having fun, and I've got some very special people in the studio today. Today, we're going to talk about what's the deal with Young Living Essential Oils. I know I've heard about this deal forever. A lot of you might not have heard of it. It's a company that has, I just found out, six million people around the world already in the company, which is just a small fraction of the population. A lot of you probably haven't heard of them. Uh, there's huge money being made by people, including the people in this room. So I'm going to introduce you to them. Yvonne uh, and my friend Wayne. So I met Wayne and then he introduced me to Yvonne. Wayne is like a super genius hedge fund guy or something, a tech guy. He can explain it. I know he's really, really smart because we determined that in this personal development seminar that I was in when we met him. He was the smart guy in the room that everybody was uh, impressed with. And then he introduced me to his wife who is in network marketing and doing quite well. So welcome to the podcast. Of course, we are in the studio of Lightspeed VT. VT stands for what, Zach? Virtual training. Lightspeed virtual training. They train everybody. They do all the big names. And uh, so if you're ever looking to up your game and training in your network marketing business or your online marketing business, be sure to get with Zach. So anyway, um, tell us a little bit about, let's just start off. If someone doesn't know anything about Young Living, you know, and, and someone asked you, what do you do? Uh, Yvonne, what would you say to them? Like, how do you explain Young Living uh, to a complete stranger who knows nothing about it? <laughs> that's always the, that's always the $64 million question, right? Um, to, for, for just when I meet people on the street and they ask, it's, it's hard to sum up. But what I do is I say I work, with, I work with the world leader in essential oils. We put essential oils on the map. And I teach people how to live more holistically, healthier, naturally mm -hmm. with essential oils and essential oil-based products. Okay. Now, it's pretty amazing what happens. This podcast, I can just feel the magic. So we walked into the studio. We met with Bradley, the owner of the whole company. And he's like, oh, Young Living, my wife loves those oils. And he told the story about his his bald spot on his head and how he rubbed oils and the hair started to grow. And he told a story about his, his dog and some boils. And I walked in here and then um, I said, hey, do you have a little Young Living product we can put on my props here? And then I'm like, oh, lemon. And what did I ask you? What do you use it for? How so do you use it? What do you, what do you use the lemon oil for? You What did you say? I, well, I use it a lot in the water. I drink it all the time. And then I use it a lot for cleaning. I have horses and dogs. Okay. And one of the things we love to do with oils is diffuse, make mm -hmm. the house smell amazing, clear the air up, do give us all those benefits from breathing it. And lemon usually is in my diffuser because it's, it will smells wonderful right yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, research being done about your emotions and how the sense your sense of smell mm -hmm. affects your emotions and I mean they've been putting lemon in every household cleaner since for for since forever lemon right? scent joy lemon lemon scent joy right. yes. why do they do that because you smile when you smell lemons but if life gives you lemons I guess you make Lemonade. Lemon oil. And I will tell you, I will tell you what, you make lemonade, you make, you make the best lemonade by taking lemon essential oil and lavender essential oil. It's great. Okay, so let me get my arms around this. I mean, you guys, we've been on this podcast now for three minutes and 59 seconds, and already it's like people, I know if you're like me, you're thinking, oh, I should put a couple drops in my water. I don't even know what it does, but I feel compelled to do so. And, um, and then the other thing was I said my hip hurt, and mm -hmm. so you gave me this thing, which is like a little roll-on 
uh, deep relief. So mm -hmm. you meet someone who's in pain, tell me what you would tell them about this. Like, how do you, like, if I said, oh, my elbow hurts. Actually, my elbow does hurt. I text, <laughs> I text so much. I have like texting elbow. It used to be called tennis elbow. I have texting elbow. elbow and thumbs. So, so I just put this deep relief stuff on and it, and then it works. You have, you have evidence or, uh, yep. you know, stories. Well, honest to God, when this. I do that, mm -hmm. when somebody says, you know, like you, I've got a show, all I tell them about deep relief or pan away or any of our favorites for that is try it. Okay. I really don't have to go in depth because they're like, oh, wow. So yes. you, so, so you carry this stuff around in your purse. Like I noticed that you have it. And you guys have made, I mean, huge money. Um, you know, like, I don't even know, like, what the rules are about making claims. But I know you've made, safe to say, millions of dollars. You make an income that has you in the top probably one-tenth of one percent of people in the country. And you do it just by, like, talking to people who have pains. And all of a sudden you say, oh, I haven't had something. And they rub it on and they got results. Like, I want to know how, one, what were you doing before this? And then how you built a multi six figure, seven figure income in this company, I think my listeners would like to know. I would like to know. Like maybe it's something I could do. I could put this, I don't have a purse, but I could get a purse, like a man <laughs> purse, right? Carry and it I in could, your pocket. Zach, would you do it for 500000 a year? Would you carry this stuff around with you? You know, maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I know I that was not. like 10 ADD questions in a row. And yeah, any of you feel free to answer. But tell us a little bit of the history of you getting started and how it took off. Well, what I, I had no training, no background for this. There's no, I mean, I was, I worked on the racetrack. I, I am a horse person. Cool. I, I, were, I was an exercise rider on the racetrack. And then I decided I didn't like working 365 days a year. That's true. Mm -hmm. And, and so I went into working in real estate. I went into the title industry and became a paralegal for a um, escrow attorney. Okay. And I was doing that nine to five, not loving it. Paying my bills, going on vacation once a year, not able to save much money. And my sister, who had a holistic horse rescue, said, hey, try these oils. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And that is literally, that's I just, I just thought, just like you, right? Oh, okay, I'll try them. Mm -hmm. And that's what got me into it. So your sister, mm -hmm. you know, you said, sister. Had, had to try them. Now, what oil did you try first? Like lavender. What, and what does lavender do? Oh, lavender is great for calming it helps it just it's everybody loves it right we all love you all hear about it for helping to sleep and helping to calm everything down it's also wonderful on the skin and it just soothes and calms i think if anything that you want to improve with your skin mm -hmm. lavender is the first place you so go how did this conversation go you and your sister are sitting around and she's like you are so not calm right now <laughs> I need to give you some lavender so you'll just calm the hell down. Or like, is that how it went? Or like, and did you notice a result? And then you said, oh my God, it's like, I want you to finish this story. Like you're having this conversation with your sister and she, and she tells you you need to calm down. So she gives you some lavender or whatever, what happened? And then, and then what happened? I'm really curious. You know, it was really, she didn't, she, there was no pitch. There was no, she was, she was started into this company. She was learning about it too. She said, start using these oils. I said, okay. 
And so, because, you know, family, right? We help mm-hmm. each other out. So I started... Functional uh, families help each other out. Dysfunctional ones, they say, oh, you're in one of those pyramids, you big loser. You always <laughs> like me better. Uh, she got that from my brother. Okay. <laughs> so that's super cool. You have a nice family. And, and yeah, so you're polite and you're talking and just chit-chatting and it wasn't pitchy, which is no. when it's always the best. Whenever you're like, if you're like desperate and trying to sell something, you'll fail. But if you believe in something with every fiber of your being, you're going to share it with your sister that you love. So she shares these oils with you and you try to lavender and you slept better i'm just trying to i was diffusing it in the house okay right i was diff- i was one of those people who loved candles found out that though you know burning candles may not be the best thing for me and mm. so i decided i'm going to replace those with with oils okay. and i started to really just have fun with them i played with them i when i got into oils i was i was not so much fixing things as having fun with them but then i'm a huge animal lover and I, I started having issues with one of my dogs. She's a little ten pound Bichon, and medicine, the we you know we took her to the vets. The medicines couldn't help her anymore, and I wanted to keep her comfortable mm-hmm. and happy. For she was like thirteen years old. She was a rescue, but she was definitely um, in well into her teens. And I just wanted to give her comfort and relief and uh-huh. help her. And lavender is the oil that did that. It just it calmed her down. You know, little dogs when they get older they get anxious and nervous and. Uh-huh. Lavender. She just would breathe that lavender. I'd, I'd rub that on her ears, and oh, it would just cute. calm her down. I'm tearing up over here. <laughs> um, but that's that's like you're so believable, and I think that's what people need to realize. It's like you can't just get into a deal, you know, because oh, it's like oh my god, they promised me ten thousand dollars a month, you know, uh-huh. so I could pretend that I'm excited about it. You got to really believe it, and your belief comes across and help your little dog. I want to hear what Wayne has to say. I see him thinking over there. Well, he'd like say, to add. Yeah, so, you know, we've talked at this point. We've been doing this for years now. Um, she was already started on the business when, when we met and started going. And uh, watching her work with people and watching a lot of people come in and out of the business, you hit it right on the spot. I mean, to be successful, it's you've got to believe in the product. Mm-hmm. If, if, if the product is something that just speaks to you and runs with you, then that's step one on can you do this and do this well. Mm-hmm. Then it's what's the right company to align with? Do they do they have a comp plan that works? But that passion mm-hmm. for the product that you would you know whether you got paid or not you go tell all your friends, but nice. that's that's the first. You got to have that. So do you do you believe in these oils too, or did you just know she was a top earner in network marketing and you're looking for a sugar mama, and then you ended up marrying her? Is that how it oh, went? I don't yeah. think I'm allowed to answer that question. <laughs> no, you are no. so allowed okay, to answer right. that so, question. So we met. Uh, we met via via Match. Match.com. Match.com. Right. And uh, Match.com. Um, so I did not know much about her except what she put on her profile, and she was very vague about like what her job was okay right and so i looked her up because you know it's it's we're in this century so i completely stalked her online and her media profile was all this weird oils and holistic and just this stuff yeah strange and so i Birkenstock, said, she probably figured she didn't shave her legs i mean you had all <laughs> kinds of concerns i'm it's, sure yeah, yeah go ahead so i showed up we went on the first date and I said to her, like, you know, I think this oils, you're in this oil stuff and I don't really get it. So, you know, I think one of three things is happening, right? Either, either, you know, you're a kook mm-hmm. and this is just garbage, you know, or you're like P.T. Barnum and just bringing the suckers in or, or there's something here and I don't understand it. And, and I'm okay with two of those. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
that, he never that's... really clarified which two, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so that was kind of how we started. And for me, I was I was hesitant. You oh, know, yeah. I didn't understand it. It took me a while to get there, and it started with my running. You know, you know, I'm a runner, and as a as a guy in his 40s running, you get lots of pains and ouches and and i had all the problems of using stuff like ibuprofen and she softly just kind of you know her approach she's just well here try it and i found that by using oils to target specific things i could recover better and not do what are considered like compensative injuries so like if i if i have a problem with this knee and i take a bunch of ibuprofen yeah this knee may get better but i screw up that ankle because i numb my whole body so what what oil would you put onto your knee if your knee or your shin splints hurt or your or your Achilles. I'm trying to think of all the things on me that hurt. Yeah. Uh, my feet when I wake up in the morning. I gotta right, walk right, like right. an old man for like the first ten feet or so, or, yeah. or five minutes. Uh, <laughs> like what oils are good for the, that the running a running person who might be listening to so this podcast? So she said before, deep relief's great for soft tissue. Panaways, you start getting into the more connective joints and into like uh, deeper joint issues. You call it pan away so you don't ha make a claim about making pain away? I like, think the historical it was at one point called pain away. Yeah, but you can't but make that the claim. Name That's a structure function claim. And, uh, yeah. Exactly. Pan away. I call them such bullshit too. How that go? You're just like, oh, well, God forbid something holistic might work. And, right. you know, we make that well, claim. Only, this is... you know, Bear, who, the, who brought us Monsanto, can make those claims. Right. Go so ahead. After I've watched, you know, being in this industry and you know, I, I like to read a lot. I like to understand. It is amazing kind of how the oil industry has come to just explode. You know, you go back to our grandparents. And our grandparents, you went to their dentist or their doctor. The doctor had peppermint oil or clove oil. But they got super frustrated because it wasn't consistent. Good clove harvest, great oil. Bad clove harvest, bad oil. Mm -hmm. And so when in the 40s and modern pharmacology came forward, they made all these synthetic copies. You know, a lot of the painkillers that are you are used to using are just copies of what exists in nature. Really? Right? Or portions of. Or portions mm -hmm. of. Right? And, and what happened that's the big boost is sometime into the 90s, this is kind of what our the founder, Gary Young, brought back to the country, was that you could take and now at an industrial scale use gas chromography to check that what you're harvesting is exactly the profile you want so now all of a sudden i can give you a consistent peppermint that will work the same every time and that that is what's making this so powerful is now i can go back to the natural products that everybody was modeling or copying before and use those to make my life a little bit better and solve some of the problems i have they not magic it doesn't fix everything um and I can consistently rely on it. Wow. Did you guys, I don't know if anyone else picked up on this, but he said gas chromography or something mm -hmm. like that. Yes. Like that was a very big word. As I mentioned earlier, he's incredibly smart. <laughs> and, and while I was listening to that, I, I had a couple questions, okay? Because I, I want to ask the hard questions, I think, because it's very hard hitting here on what's the deal with Matt Morrow. But I, w I was wondering, because like, so that was a very good explanation. Again, just whenever I hear words that I don't understand, I think this person's smarter than me, and therefore I believe them. But it's like, so so that was neat. So in the 40s and 50s, the peppermint oil, the, or whatever it was that you said, and the, the dentists and the doctors used to use it, and then now mm. they're doing this, and then you guys have more consistent, because I mean, I hear of other oil companies. Mm. I've seen, I, I've gotten like distributor kits from other com random companies sure. that have some you know whatever they have but then they also now they have essential oils and then there's this other company that everyone's talking about young living is the one that i've heard about forever i mean the story the testimonials i hear are unbelievable so i guess i'd like you to elaborate a little further on what makes young living and you guys can 
one or both of you answer this. You know, what makes it unique? Like, why is it better? That was a really good indicator. So you think they have the purest, the best oils in your experience, and they work. This Dr. Gary Young, a little controversial. Mm -hmm. Some people have ha said that he did something wrong. It sounds to me like too many people got good results, but I'm, you know, I'm not a big fan of, you know, uh, a lot of the regulations and the nonsense in this world in which we live. Um, but anyway, can maybe touch on some of that stuff a little bit about Young Living, Dr. Young, and why your products are better than all the other MLMs or other companies that sell, have oils. <laughs> well, I mean, Young Living is the seed to seal. If you go to any of our websites, I mean, we stand on the seed to seal prom the promise. The what is it? Seed to seal. Seed to seal. Okay, so, go ahead. And, and especially now in this current, like I've been with Young Living since 2001. And when I started, there was no other, there was no other network marketing or essential oil company. Yeah. So it was like, we were the only ones on the block, but now there are other ones. And, and what we're seeing now more than ever is if you don't truly know, and I mean like literally like you can go to the farm and see the farm and talk to the guys behind the distilleries yourself. Mm -hmm science has gotten so good they can they can mimic they can twist things so well that even a gas chromatograph can be fooled nowadays and so it really takes knowing the source and being able to it takes complete transparency which for me is what i love about young living i've been to what six of the farms i think yeah. you know we've got they've got farms all over the world they work with they work with people in indigenous um cultures all around the world it's actually amazing um but for me, being able to go to the farms and go and talk to the guy with, with standing behind the distiller who's been with Gary since, you know, Gary before Young Living was Young Living, talking about how they, you know, made their first distillery, how they tested every batch that came through, how Gary, you know, smuggled lavender seeds into the country so that he could bring lavender and start growing so he could do research on it. It's that kind of history that nobody else has. He could have ended up on locked up abroad for lavender seed smuggling. Absolutely. Yeah. Is it, was that a, <laughs> absolutely? Is it really like is that a crime? Just, well, it oh, it would have been. He wasn't okay to bring him out of the country. No, no, out. he did. He what did. country was it? France. France. Oh well, I, I mean, at least it wasn't a Turkish prison. No, 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 no. no, no. 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 And, Midnight Express. Oh, yeah, so that was like really weird. I think they would have forgiven him though now because he was actually France went several years ago went through this huge. Um, plight with their lavender and so actually gary took seeds from from his farms here in the states back to france to help repopulate what they lost there yeah. so, so the circle's been completed. they've all yes. forgiven yeah now, <laughs> it's amazing zach isn't it these people they i mean they're so believable and <laughs> so nice and intelligent so you guys are a dynamic duo but you're full-time in the tech yep. like fancy you know genius world that you work in that i not clear but i guess it's not that relevant but you have a big job in chicago and yep. and yet you support this net this business and Absolutely. you guys make like legit money who, who makes more her or you and she makes more than you, oh, and absolutely. you got all these fancy degrees, and you go to work, and you do you have to wear a suit every day, or? Oh, uh, when I'm seeing clients, yes, you know I'm in a consulting role now, so when I'm out on clients, I'm in a suit. I my 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 drive is an hour and a half into the heart of downtown Chicago every day, each way. So. And, and I'm sure it's a great job, and you love your company and everything. But I, and what is it that you guys do? Just out of curiosity, like what is it? What is uh, the if you can say? I want to make this. Oh, I can say it's it, we're we're a cloud infrastructure consulting company. So a cloud infrastructure consulting super genius mm -hmm. guy i've heard um 
I was going to make a bad joke, but it's okay. Um, that, but, you know, but you make more than him. And, oh, yeah. and you guys do the business together. Something you do together is fun. I want to just, because, oh my God, this time is going to go by so fast. Uh, you start off, your sister tells you about the lavender, and you learn about the grass chromatograph, and that you're confident that they're helping the indigenous people, and Gary Young's a good lavender smuggling guy. I mean, I'm getting the story down. It's really compelling and the products are working for you mm -hmm. you're drinking your lemon water you're feeling good maybe you're feeling like you may be alkalized or something your pain is my, my elbow still hurts by the way um but anyway so you're starting to get results how do you go from just talking to your sister and like playing with the oils and to making big money how many people did you talk to was there ever any awkward conversations did people tell you it was a pyramid did you uh did you want to give up did you just get one person you got super lucky and they went on and made you a fortune how many are in your group tell me a, that's like 17 questions see if you can answer three or four of those well i will tell you i, I love the pyramid <laughs> one because a lot of people on my team will say they get that objection. I gotta tell you, I think I have had that twice. And probably the whole reason is, is because people are afraid to say it's a pyramid scheme to me. Because I've come from, I mean, I, I did the research. I didn't know network marketing prior to being introduced to Young Living. And so I went out and bought a book called Network Marketing for Dummies. I don't even know if it's still around, but that's back in, back in 2000. That's how I learned. And I was, I read through it as an industry and mm -hmm. I was like, why don't I know about this? And so people, if they, if they even say that there's anything weird or why would you do that? I'm like, oh my gosh, you do not know. I'm like, let's sit down and I will yeah. explain network marketing. It's like to someone you. who votes Democrat. Like you, <laughs> you want to say to yourself, like you just obviously just don't even know what you're talking about, but we don't want to get into that because God forbid in network marketing, you would talk about politics. You might alienate some of your audience and we would never want to do that. So Go ahead. You didn't get the objection because your belief, like, look at you, that smile. You can't yeah. say no to you in your belief. You're so enthusiastic. And so, so God, I just, but I really would love to know because, I mean, I literally, I'm sure even Zach, myself, anyone listening, I'd carry around these oils and start conversations with people. Just say, oh, your elbow hurts. Let me rub some of this on there. Like, how do you follow up? I would like to hear a couple of the stories that went from just that day with your sister to making hundreds of thousands of dollars more than your super genius husband. <laughs> Well, there was a lot of iterations. Boy, in the beginning, I did everything wrong. And this is, the, I'm, I'm proof that you can do everything wrong and you can still make your way through in this, in this business. But I loved the products. And so I talked to everybody, you know, go, I, I was still working. So I talked to everybody at work, talked to my family, although my sister had already done that on me. So, <laughs> so I didn't have anybody there. But then I started, I start, I'm a very shy person, or that was my story. I tell myself I was shy, so I really couldn't talk to people. So I decided to make my world easier and I would I just did like little farmer markets just little health fairs anywhere I could just set up a table and and if people walked up to me then I would start talking to them and so that's how I started that's how I actually started in this business and I got a pretty good team going and then I, I decided I didn't want to travel so much so then we started you know building networks right talking you know I think like we were having dinner with you last year. It was like, you know, people just should just join a bowling league. Well, I didn't, wasn't into bowling. So I joined um, a horse um, club, right? Uh -huh. Where I go and I talk to horse people all the time. And, and so I just started putting myself in situations to meet new people, just intentionally meeting new people. And it's so, people want to talk. And people want to tell you what's going on with them. Mm -hmm. And when, you know, you have a whole product line that's specifically designed to help people with their problems. I read a whole, I have a whole book I got back. Like, in, I don't know, when was, when did Young Living get founded? Because it seems like a long time ago. 83. Eight, well, 83 Gary started, but Young Living, the company. It's just did their 25th anniversary. 
So oh, like 93 or 94. 94. 94. Okay, so that was like five years into my networking career. Sounds about right. I remember when they launched. I remember getting a book, you know, the Such and Such's Guide to Essential Oils. Mm -hmm. I still have it on my, in my uh, bookshelf. And yeah, pretty much, you know, you can talk about it with anything. I know, you know we don't talk about cures and all that kind of crap, but reality is, is like, what are some of the common conversations? Because I imagine your ears perk up, you're listening to people. What are some of the products that you use the most? Is it these or like when, or did, what do you, what were some of your great wins that you had? Like, you know, tell me a tale of you met someone, they used an oil, they got a result, and now they're in your business and they're doing well, or they've gotten a bunch of customers for you or something. Okay. Well, the, one of my gateway oils is, is Thieves. Probably Thieves. if you've, if you, even people who haven't heard of Young Living or even understand what oils are, they'll, they'll perk up when they hear Thieves because it's been, it's one of Young Living's, one of Gary's founding oil blends, and it is just so. I'm not crazy about the name. It reminds me of people who broke into my house. So. Tell well, that's me, what it's thieves, based on. Thieves, like what is the story? Tell <laughs> the me real thieves quick. Is, the thieves is based on the four thieves uh, from the plague time, and where the where the thieves, the spice traders, rubbed uh, the spice oils on their bodies, and they went into the home of the dead and dying and uh -huh. stole stuff because they didn't catch the plague because they had covered themselves in these spice oils. The king caught them and said, on on penalty of death, if you don't tell me what you rubbed on yourself, we're gonna kill you. I don't know the whole how that ended up but basically the recipe was written down and it's actually still in the books in England and so that's where the whole premise of the thieves oil comes from Did they kill them now, did they get killed though do we, you remember who uh, it depends upon which story Zach, you do you believe to. this story sounds logical my but, wife uses the cleaner so yeah right <laughs> but what's interesting about the they have cleaners but yeah. now the, the recipe it had uh rosemary cinnamon clove, clove eucalyptus. and uh eucalyptus i don't think was in the re recipe eucalyptus they wouldn't have had oh in that time no no no, no, no it no, was no, no. one of the other um yeah. but so those oil rosemary right rosemary. Heard, mm -hmm. yeah but those have now later been proven to be very antimicrobial i got you right so so it was how they discovered this, how they figured this out in the 1300s or whatever it was, they had determined that these natural, you know, these natural oils were protective against the bubonic plague, which was a bacterial infection. Hmm. So that that inspired the creation of the Thieves Blend, where they took and used what we do today to make the most, the strongest antimicrobial kind of blend you can do with oils. Huh. So you rub it on yourself so you don't get sick? Is that the concept? or Rub it. Um, they, it also comes in a... The, oh, diffused probably. Diffused. You can air. take it internally. All of them are... Okay. Yeah. And drop so, with my lemon oil in my water? It would be a not quite as good tasting. No. It's got no. cinnamon and clove, so <laughs> yeah. that's normally one. We put them in little veggie caps and, and okay. take them. Man, I haven't even gotten to any of my questions, and we're already at 26 minutes. I mean, this, but this is the thing. Like, when you have something that you're so passionate about, and it sounds like for you, like, being kind of like I have you in, as, like, a science-slash-smart guy, like, it sounds like there's some actual real science behind this, the antimicrobial and gas chronometer with my clues. Um, <laughs> but uh, now, okay, I get it. And then you mentioned to me that um, there's 6 million people in this company yep. worldwide. Like, I think I said that at the outset. That just blew my mind. But you're feeling like you just got started. You told me that's, like, one fraction of a percent of the population and mm -hmm. plenty of room to grow. And I think there's a reason probably 6 million people are in it. And it's an easy thing to talk about, you know? Yes. I mean, that's, I think, one of the things, if you're in a business where it's easy to talk about and you believe in it, then you don't feel weird, you know? Or you have to say something like, you know, oh my God, you know, you have wrinkles or you're fat or whatever. It's like mm -hmm. someone brings it up and you say, oh, have you ever tried oils? But um, 
now let's see. I heard Zach mention that you have cleaning products. Mm-hmm. You, I, I was a. I was going to make a joke earlier about lubricants. Is there any sexual products or benefits to any of these any of these products? Is there any stories about that? I will neither confirm nor deny that there are oils on our bedstand. Oh my! <laughs> okay, what oils are on your bedstand? Uh, if they were, would you say? Are there any? Because I think that's the kind of thing that normal people would like to know about. I mean, everyone. Is... There's a book written on that subject. Yeah. On the sexual I'm properties. I'm using oils. Yes, in the bedroom. Oh my God! So they. Sh- What's yeah. it called? Can I tell? Lucy her? libido. What Lucy? Lucy, Lucy, like Ricky and Lucy. Lucy yeah. Libido is the name of the book. Lucy is the name of the book. And who's the author? Or how would they find it? They just Google that. Just Google, Google that. I she's heard... the author. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I'd have to. What we can't talk about, or something like that. Something the name like that. Essential oils is... in the bed. We'll, 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 it we'll is something it. like that. You can link it. Like I would probably be affected if it's you know starting that conversation. I'm not afraid well, I... to talk about it. And if it's really good, then people would want it, and then they'd buy it and they'd reorder it. And yeah. like you mentioned to me, you guys, let's talk about this because you mentioned to me on the way over here being all humble. It's like, well, you know, I wish our we had more business builders, but we just have like thousands and thousands of customers and we're making all this money right. and I'm like oh you poor thing like, your company sounds so legitimate all these customers not just like total pyramid based on the biz op like, um, but interestingly the reason you're here in Las Vegas is you're at Eric Worre's mastermind event yes. um, you know you've invested in your business you came here to learn I mean that's something I think the people who are listening to this podcast and by the way I'm glad you're listening to the podcast but one of the things is all the top earners are here in town in Las yeah. Vegas, which is why I love Vegas, not just because the Raiders are coming and the housing market's going crazy and there's more entertainment options than anywhere else. But people for business are always coming through Vegas and socially yes. it's fun. This is the greatest place to live. You want to buy a home? My son EJ is a great agent. Oh, sorry. Brief commercial announcement back to you, Wayne. Um, so anyway, you guys are here for Eric Worre's deal and uh, how's that going? And are you learning? Still, you're still after how many years you've been in the business now? Eight. You've been in 18 years in the business and you're still coming and paying thousands of dollars to, to learn and mastermind and so forth. And what's the importance you think of that and learning and what are you learning? That, so I, that's my favorite part. Can I say just real quick? Yeah, you And then he's got to say, so yeah. and then he's got something. Go ahead. Okay. You first, ladies but first. Seriously, this is my favorite part of this okay. is that Young Living introduced me into this personal development because prior to that, I had never known that you could be even really like semi in charge of your life. You right. really do have choices in your life. And this industry is, is where I learned that. And I have pages and pages and pages just from a day and a half with Eric. And this is the third time I've been to this particular event of right. his. You and just, you said it's even better this year than yeah, last year. Like he's not time. resting on his laurels. He's getting some new stuff. He's getting new no, stuff. I mean, and, and, you know, a couple things happen. One, just like any of us, you know, as you as you teach a class or do something, the more times you get through it, the, the better you get at reading the room and understanding how to distill the points. And it's a real world. It's a real industry. Things change. Things shift. What worked with a market last year isn't working as well as this year. And, and Eric has been very good about being very honest. You know, this is some of the stuff he introduces us to is like, hey, this is this is the guys on the edge. This is the fancy stuff they're playing with. Maybe you want to think about it. Here's the tried and true. And this is the stuff that ain't there anymore. If you're doing it, yep, you need to move on. Can you give us an example of something that doesn't work anymore that used to? I'm not trying to email. put you on the spot. What? Email. Email, yeah, nobody reads email anymore. No. Email blasts are a waste of your time. Mm-hmm. Now the like the center of the market is probably texting. He was really big into the, the texting stuff. And I think the front edge is starting to play with some of the more advanced WhatsApp features or or getting into, um, what's the other? 
I like if you're really good at Instagram and social media and just really being able to capitalize, not just utilize. Leveraging influencers, things like that. All that good stuff. So you're always sharpening the saw, and uh, Eric is uh, doing a big event here, and I'm super glad that you guys flew in for it, and Mm -hmm. uh, so thank him for that. And um, so, Oh, come on. What? We flew in for you, Matt. Oh, okay. We just <laughs> happened to time it to see Eric. That's that's it. All right. Well, let's see here. What else do I talk about? I agree with you. Like when I got into the industry, I didn't know a personal development from nothing. And yeah. Tony Robbins was the first uh, person I listened to. And then he mentioned that Jim Rohn. And are, I are you putting the picture of you and Tony up on this? You got to put the picture of you and Tony up on this. EJ, remind me to text you the picture of me and Tony Robbins. Put it up in the comments. We're back in like 1992. Yeah. My big glasses. God, <laughs> my first my first MLM deal. Uh, Unfortunately, it was a great deal called Fund America in 1989. I got in April 28th of 1989, and July 19th of 1990, it got shut down by the Florida AG. It was a total bummer. I, w- I went from hero to zero, all right? And, I mean, it was brutal because I had been, like, all my friends told me it was a scam, and I'm like, ah, make it 30 grand a month. And then just, like, bam, it went down. And what I was in such a gnarly depression that I just thought, you know, hey, well, okay, come on, let's remember some of that stuff that, that you learned in Saturday mm-hmm. training. Started listening to my Tony Robbins stuff. And I said, I love this personal development. I reached out to Tony Robbins and ended up working at a Tony Robbins franchise uh, in Portland, Oregon for a year. And it pulled me out of depression and it oh, just yeah. got me on a lifelong thing of personal development. And that is, like they say, network marketing is a uh, personal development business with an opportunity attached. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I mean, it's like, it seems to be pretty straightforward. You can join this Young Living and you become a distributor and you, well, bu- I wanna, you get a- I want to loop back into your personal development comment go before ahead. we go too far. Go because ahead. what I found recently, so in my corporate world, as I've started to coach people that are that, that either are directly working for me or that I run into, especially, especially younger people, you know, that are like crossing that 30-year-old boundary, mm-hmm. I have found them absolutely starving for the the inspiration and the drive that personal development comes to them. If I sit down and start talking about like, are you being intentional with your life? You know, what are the four things you're doing this month to make your world better? How are you balancing your life? Their eyes light up, and and, and I, you get so detached inside this industry because everybody in this industry is so po- positive. Everybody is so uplifting. It's not as as snipey as you find in other ones that you forget. You get outside of network marketing, and people don't get this. Yeah, they don't get people building them up or supporting each other or, or striving to be a better you. Well, okay. Now, speaking of that, so like today is seven months since I had anything to drink. Congratulations. And, and I, yeah, because I just decided, hey, I'm I'm getting serious. Like, you you know, like in the day, in the day you know, you, like all great stories kind of start with, oh, man, you know, we were so fucked up and we went to Vegas <laughs> and it was unbelievable and all this shit happened that I don't remember and it was the greatest weekend of my life. Like, very rarely, like, do I hear a story that's like, oh my God, I was so sober this weekend <laughs> and I had the deepest connections and I took my physical body and my intentional well-being to the next level. Right? But you know what? I've coined a phrase, and I'm actually unveiling it right here on episode two of this podcast. Sober is the new fucked up. All right? <laughs> sober is the new fucked up. And Hashtag. it's like, what's awesome is being sober. Okay? Yeah. And it's like, my friend Justin Champion, like, he's the greatest salesman ever. He sold me on it. He's like, dude, because I've been sober 
five years. He goes, not a drop, no weed, no mm-hmm. nothing. Right. And it's like, I feel better than I've ever felt. I'm happier than I've ever felt. I've got better relationships. I'm making more money. And I'm like, hmm, this sounds like a pretty good product. We should mm-hmm. network marketing. <laughs> you know, you hear people like Tom Chenault, you know, who always talks yep. about sobriety. He's yep. like universally loved. And yep. like, maybe we could make a difference for people just as an j- industry. It's like, hey, I got an idea. Rather than glorifying, you know, going down and just getting obliterated on alcohol and drugs and acting like a complete moron and like giving the United States even a worse reputation. Like let's like rise up as capitalists and be sure to vote properly and, and, you know, just promote some positivity in the world. So like one of the things Justin said about, um, so glad you triggered that thought. Um, he said about being sober. One of the things he's now he's like running triathlons, Mm -hmm. like literally like Mm -hmm. he was the guy who went on like maybe a beer run. Okay. (laughs) Now he's doing triathlons. He's like a, he's in the masters swimming. And then you were telling me while you're driving from green Valley ranch to the M today, that you're going to run from green Valley ranch to the M, which is like nine miles round and round to be 18 miles. You're doing that tomorrow. Like, so what happens you get sober and then now all of a sudden you're addicted to endorphins or like how could if someone's listening to this because this i know this has nothing to do with the deal or whatever but i think it's important stuff about life mm-hmm. if somebody's saying like gosh i want to be better i want to get better i want to make more money i want to feel better i want to be healthy maybe give some thought to not putting mm-hmm. poison in your body all the time just mm-hmm. just a thought and then maybe pick up a positive addiction and i'd like to get this so tell your story a little bit about this running thing and how it came about yeah, so since since you're rolling into this whole thing ADD all over the place, yeah. I'm going to turn that back on Go you ahead. and I'm going to throw up back. Um, so the first piece is like, hey, you know, sober's the new fucked up. Right. I, I, I love it. I made that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah hashtag Matt Morrow, right? Go ahead. Um, the, <laughs> the, the beauty of it, what you're saying that, that just came to me with it is that it is. Once you get past the hump, I mean, there's an initial hump, because what we all use drinking for, what we all used when I used to drink and smoke and all that stuff, um, it was to ignore. It was to blow off my life and be able to just detach and just be wild. Mm-hmm. And when I became sober, um, for the first two, three years, the life sucked because everything I had ignored was due, and I needed to deal with that. And I wasn't sure. It wasn't until I found personal development and I understood that there was a way I could structure and architect and drive my life that I got the freedom of truly being sober, that I am in control, that I can make things happen. I don't need anything to distract me from my life. I love my life. Hmm. So wow. now that's, that, that's the first. Dis- okay, piece. Go ahead. Now to your running question. Um, I am a strong believer that there are out there that there are addictive personalities. When I was younger, I threw that addiction at drinking, right? Um, I am still an addictive person. That's why I'm great at technology. I find a cool little widget and I will go bury myself for the next two months figuring out everything about it. Mm -hmm. But that addictive personality is who I am. So I very much transferred that addictive personality into running for that physical, for that, for that run. So I, I don't know. Yeah, there are times where I'm running. I'm like, this is awesome. I'm floating, and I guess that's a high. Mm-hmm. But it's not conscious. You know, for me, it's it's literally that like, I have to run. Running fulfills me. My identity is running, and it's it it is who I am. You're addicted to the endorphins. But let's actually. <laughs> Like you mentioned you something. You, you mentioned something to me on the way over here. You said you weighed two forty. I did. And what do you weigh now? Uh, one seventy ish. So let me get this straight. You think there's a correlation between not drinking and running, and weight loss? 
that we might be some of our listeners might be able to get some tips here. Uh, there is, yeah, 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 yeah. Taking in less calories because right. drinking's a ton of calories, uh-huh. and then burning more calories yeah. does does cause weight loss. Is that how it, it, it does wow. work. That Those way. of you taking <laughs> notes here today on the Matt Morrow What's the Deal show. Wait, that was an awesome, awesome tangent. Uh, let me just see. I covered that. Um, okay, let's see. Mm-hmm. I got that. All right, all the. Um, yeah, you know, um, it's just a, an interesting business. Like I was thinking, for example, of different ailments that perhaps we could cure. I have a, uh, on the bottom of my foot, I know this is getting very personal, but I have a good connection with my listeners and I'm, I'm comfortable discussing this. I have a planter's wart, okay? Mm-hmm. And is there an oil I should be rubbing on that? Because I've been to the dermatologist, they cut the damn thing out and it comes back and mm-hmm. so forth. And I was just thinking, there's maybe an oil that I you'd recommend I put on my foot, and is this the kind of conversations you have that have you having thousands of customers? I got last year for Christmas at a Christmas party someone who's they're actually like network marketing haters, like they're the kind that are too good for it. They're just way too fancy and rich. I'm not gonna. They're they're lovely friends of mine, but I'm, and they were invited to my Christmas party, which was only like hey, thirty or forty people. Hey, not everyone is built to be a network marketer. But but they're not like network marketing people at all. Right. And I got from them. A thing of essential oils for Christmas Get out. as a gift, and they're not. And I go, you're in the deal. They go, no, I'm not in the deal. I just buy it. This stuff's amazing. <laughs> and I was like, that's unreal, right? So that's what happens. So you can help people uh, with with what ails them. Mm-hmm. But what what oil should I put on my so, foot? So so okay. just one little statement about your question. You can't cure anything, or does it, no, 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 okay, no, 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 no. That's that's everybody should have already know that or have that in their bones. No, what I'm gonna say is. So there is a lot of essential oils out there and there's a lot of conversation about different companies doing different quality oils. So everything we talk about is Young Living Oils, right? Yeah. Which is at a certain standard. I'm not saying they're the only company at that standard. Right. But you can't just generically go grab you know, lavender off the shelf of Walmart and expect it to be the same. Right. So yeah. now with that said, well, I'll let you take the... You guys are like the one. Louis Vuitton of oils. Like, are they the well, best? No, it's yeah. just we know the standard's been tested to. And there's... So, like, uh, two years ago at the convention, they brought the the chemists, the, the government chemists, that are the ones in charge of verifying the lavender harvest from France. Okay. And they said, on the public market, there is eight times the lavender oil past what is grown in the world. So there is a bunch of false an extended oil out there now which companies are doing it right and which companies are doing it wrong that's a big chevy for democrat republican thing we can go dive into very good analogy i I don't i don't want to go into that right now what i want to say is there are definitely companies out there that are not putting forward products that are as safe to use or as effective as the companies that are doing it right and doing it with the real you know pure products for those of you listening what you just saw there is an excellent example of the importance of knowing what you're talking about. This has been an area there I've always fallen down, but, uh, you, you said something like, so to me as a person who buys, okay, like I hear something like there's eight times the lavender that there really is. So mm-hmm. somebody's lying here yep. and it's not us. Right. Like to me, that's a phenomenal sales pitch. Like you didn't even like, <laughs> you didn't even say like, Oh, would you like to buy it? Would you like it in red or would you like it in blue? But mm-hmm. I just like in my gut, I'm thinking like, I need these oils. I don't want to put these crap oils on my feet. Like I, I use tea tree oil, but I could have, I think I bought it at Trader Joe's, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe that's not cutting it. I got to get some of this stuff, the real McCoy, and then I might get the results. So I'm going to keep, people up to date on my planner's ward on the ball of my foot that I've had for like two years. I am so excited. 
I get to be associated for the rest of with, my life with, with your my wart. Foot. With yes. wart. <laughs> this show. You know, the people that solved Matt's nasty yeah. foot wart. Listen, Those people. This is at, on the real deal. What's the deal show? We talk about it all, warts and all. All right. We, we don't we don't candy coat it here. Now, I wanted to ask on my, uh, when I was thinking about oils and getting ready to do this, um, they're, they're, everyone's talking about CBD oil. Yep. And it's going bananas. I mean, everybody's making millions. I got like 20 friends that are rich because of CBD oils. I'm kind of mad I didn't get in it a little jealous heard that's a sin so I'm gonna get past it but do you guys have CBD oil and then is that something that you use and have you had any good results with it or what what the hell is it with why everyone's talking about CBD oil so I'm glad you're in it it's well, probably a good thing it's probably because every cell in our body has it's part of the echinabinoid system and every cell in our body the what system the echinabinoid system the echinab did you know there was an echinabinoid system <laughs> you that? <do> not yeah. <laughs> okay well, the echinabinoid system which we all of course know that we have go ahead basically basically uh, our cells have all these receptors for these these components that can be in cbd cbd doesn't have the thc right that's why so you don't get the the woo woo the so even wayne and i can take it so even wayne and, exactly okay. and so the cbd just works with your body so well so young living just partnered up with nature's ultra um and so we now have access to just about the purest right. cbd which then they put essential oils in and this gets a little sciencey we won't go into it but basically the oils have the terpenes putting back into the cbd to make it what that we call a smart smart spectrum mm. and so it's very very available to your body to help in the areas that on this echinabinoid system yeah. well, and it took and it took young living a while to oh, yeah. get into the cbd market mm -hmm. because it, it, it's a market filled you know with a bunch of stoners right mm -hmm. so it was a very hard time to find a company that was effectively to our standards um, so being you partner with Cheech and Chong Enterprises. Right, making a clean product that we could. And then I think Young Living has fully acquired that company now. I think they folded them or they're in the process of, so whatever. You can't whatever. discuss this. The white paper is still being written. Right. Basically. Uh, um, well, that's that's oh, that's cool. I um, I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. And we, we only have like one minute oh, uh, uh, for my – amazingly, that's 45 minutes. And I try to keep it at 45 minutes. But can you tell me like some – the, the, what the deal is essentially as far as like if, you, if I want to buy some, I just say, oh, I want to buy the products and you probably have a website that we go to and I'll put that in the comments your website. If someone wants to find oils, they can reach out to you and say, hey, you know, I have a, I have a piece of Propecia on my head or whatever I want to rub on it. I don't know if you guys engage in those conversations, but then all of a sudden that if it works, I'm sure they become your raving fans. And then um, when you join, do you just buy like one of every oil and then just a big purse and put them in there and then walk around or how does it work? <laughs> no, Young Living made a really nice nice kit it's got 12 oils a few samples great way to just get started and it's like it's about $400 worth of products for $165 and you get a diffuser with it so it's just a super easy you get a way. diffuser oh so you put the stuff in and like the lemon and, yep. and the thieves and then, and then it diffuses into your air and you so breathe the whole it house gets, life is better yep Huh, for $165, can you imagine there's a business that you start for $165 yeah. and, and that you guys have made literally, I'm not exaggerating, millions of dollars oh, yeah. in, in 18 years and you're making mid to high six figures a year just talking about oils. oils. Um, wow. That's awesome. I mean, that's a deal. I mean, this is exactly why I created this podcast. Wayne and Yvonne, thank you. Zach. As always, Thank thanks you. for this amazing studio and uh, Lightspeed is my favorite. If you're ever in Vegas, if you're listening to this, if you're in Vegas, reach out to me. If you've got a deal that's any good and you want to discuss it, let's 
come on down to the Lightspeed Studios and discuss it. Uh, I'll be posting your guys' info uh, in various links and so forth. I'm really glad you broke away from Eric's event, and as promised, I'm going to get you back there <laughs> right around 2.30. Uh, so for those of you watching, I'm super stoked. That's episode two. Stay tuned. I got guests lined up like planes coming into McCarran Airport. I hope you fly into McCarran Airport soon. Thanks, you guys. Great job. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Goodbye for now.